Every day is a gift. And with each day, we are invited to be a part of what God is doing around us. Whether it seems like a mountaintop or the mundane, God has something for you in your everyday life. Welcome to the Everyday Life Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Everyday Life Podcast. I'm Andrew Bolton. Today, I have with me again, Vic Green. What's up, man? Great to have you back on my podcast. Uh, thank you. Actually, you're <laughs> on my podcast right now. You were. That's why you stopped the last recording. That's right. Just so you could say that. So anyways, today's topic is on making your neighborhood your mission field, making your neighborhood your mission field. So just a little bit of background on Vic and I. Yes, we both work here at Long Hollow, but we're also neighbors, right? So yeah. we live one street over from each other. Uh, we we do life group together. We do D group together. Uh, and man, it's just been unbelievable to see really what good. God has done in our neighborhood, really just in the past couple months. Like it's been uh, unbelievable all the different yeah. ways uh, that God's moving and people are getting connected. Can I, can I unpack that a little sure, bit when you said it. mission field? Like, right. cause that's really intimidating. And I think there's right. two pastors like, Hey, we tag team a group and it's amazing. Yeah, and that's you're in a true, mission that's field. Let me just kind of, I'm going to redefine, you know, evangelism and mission just Do a little it. bit. What if it is just being intentional with the relationships that right. already exist? Right. That's and good. so I think if we can use that definition for this, I think it'll help a little bit unpack it because I think if I'm listening and two group guys are talking about the group they do together, and, and it's this mission field. I'm right. like, oh, man, that is already way higher than I can do. But, man, it, we, actually what we're going to talk about today is, is really simple principles that we did really as just average Joes, right. not as a church staff. People. Now, listen, if anybody, uh, if Vic and I can do it, anybody can do it. Okay, <laughs> like it, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be on church staff. Uh, you just have to have a pulse, and then you can do what we have accomplished. Not we, but the Man, Lord has okay. accomplished. So in that much where between so. the first bar and that bar is what we should shoot well, I know. for. All right, we have more than a pulse. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. So again, this is episode three. If you haven't listened to episode one or episode two, uh, I highly recommend you go check out those episodes. Episode one uh, talks to the importance of community. Uh, we have Pastor Robbie, our senior pastor here at Long Hollow, on that episode with us. Uh, so go back and check that out. And if we understand the why, then we can deal with any how. So what we're talking about, uh, man, this is not easy. Like this, uh, finding community, starting watch parties, doing all this, this takes some grunt work. This takes rolling up your sleeves, being willing to get messy. Uh, but as I told Pastor Robbie in episode one, man, God has never called me to do anything easy. Uh, but on the other side of it, I always realize that it's worth it. And I'm yeah. always grateful that we jumped in, even though it was messy, even though it was scary. Um, and we were always blessed in the process as well. Yeah. So today, making your neighborhood your mission field, simply being intentional with the relationship you have, where you are. Okay, so this is for uh, the people who maybe live in a neighborhood. Uh, you may live in an apartment complex. You may be a college student who lives in a dorm, and you you have friends, maybe you have some relationships, but now you're looking to take that step into biblical community. Okay, so you may watch us here at Long Hollow online. And you may be uh, looking to start a watch party to engage your neighbors or your friends. Uh, you may watch us online and you're looking to start a group, maybe what we call a life group here, where you you have this biblical community together. Either way, man, this episode may be a good starting point for yeah. you to do that. So uh, just to kind of give you a scenario, a couple years ago, Jenny and I, we moved to into an apartment complex. Uh, now, this was kind of crazy. Uh, Jenny and I have three boys story. and a dog, and for some reason, we moved into a one-bedroom apartment uh, with the five of us and a dog. I have, makes total sense. Yeah, well, totally why, why not? Why not do that? Yeah, I have no idea why we chose to do that, but 
uh, God used it in a huge way. Like we were not excited about moving to an apartment. Uh, we had always lived on acreage and land and we didn't have very many neighbors and, uh, I'm a little redneck. So I need like a place to park trailers and, you know, <laughs> do woodworking and all this stuff. And, uh, an apartment Stories complex. Had a home office in front of his house for like four months. Right. HOA finally <laughs> said it's time to go. Listen, dude, the beginning of the <laughs> pandemic, I started building a tiny office in my front driveway. That's what he's referring to. Uh, anyway, so we were not excited about moving to an apartment complex, but God just rocked us and we were so excited and so thankful that we did uh, just because from a purely relational standpoint, like we had an opportunity to actually have neighbors and build relationships that way. So we're in the apartment complex and we're meeting people and we're hanging out at the pool and our kids are playing together. And now we wanted to take this a step further into a biblical community. Okay. So where do you start? Yeah. Uh, so this is where we started. It may look different for you. Vic has a couple things that he has done differently. Uh, and again, we don't have this figured out. This is just starting the conversation and kind of giving you a, some ideas of a place where maybe you can start. So for us, uh, it was around Christmas time. Uh, so we hosted a neighborhood Christmas party yeah. in our one bedroom apartment. Uh, we had 45 people show up. Uh, which that was super cool. So we made we made up flyers, and Jenny and the boys just went door to door, knocked on the doors. Uh, nobody answered. They just kind of slid it in the crack of the door there. And we had forty five people show up to this uh, this Christmas party in the apartment complex. Uh, but it was awesome. And, and out of that, I mean, we had a couple other friends that we had connected with, and they helped with food. Uh, and, and it was kind of a team effort there. But then those relationships that started at that that neighborhood hangout turned into gospel conversations and then turn into people joining us for a group. Uh, and, man, it was just incredible, the stories that are still coming out of that, the people who are still connected um, to the body of Christ and to our church that started at that one Christmas party in our one-bedroom apartment. So, Vic, what that about would you not be, That would not be 2020-friendly. There's no, no social no, distancing no, no. happening Listen, at that party. No, you at least need a two-bedroom <laughs> apartment for 2020. That's right. For us, and so one of the things that we have done that was just a ton of fun is we actually, so I'm from South Louisiana. Well, I guess really North Louisiana, but I spent 12 years in South Louisiana. You can count so can South claim Louisiana, both. yeah. And uh, so we did a, the best way to get people together is through a crawfish boil. Mm, come on. And uh, so we actually brought the crawfish boil. We would cook it in the front yard and we would eat it in the backyard. Okay. And so we would do it in the front uh, yard. And man, I mean, in Louisiana, everybody stops. Yeah. People that I haven't known, my like that I haven't seen, neighbors, I mean, they all stopped. And I can tell you that that day I hung out, like I not only met them, I hung out with them. Yeah. You saw them coming down the road with their drinks, with their dogs, and they were coming to our house because every time they come, we say, hey, we got extra. You're right. You, know, you, you come. Go. We intentionally yeah. bought extra knowing that every Louisiana Ian wants to do <laughs> a crawfish boil. And right. so that was a great way just to get to know people. Um, and so I think something like that to get people coming is yeah. huge. And so, but I would say too, if I'm sitting there saying, man, I, I want, I want to be more intentional in those relationships. I would even back it up a little bit more than that. If you, that's where you are, I would say just a quick, simple three-step process. I would say to pray daily, right. invest weekly, and then invite to the next right thing. Right. You, you, we talk about this in our D group. We have that. We say, who is one person in our life that we can pray daily for? That we're saying, man, I really want to be intentional in this relationship. Right. I have that person in my life that I'm praying daily for, and then I'm looking, how do I invest in that relationship? Yeah. As we invest in that relationship, we build trust, and that trust allows us to then say, hey, why don't, why don't you come over to this event? Why don't you come to a crawfish boil? Why don't you right. come to this? 
Um, ultimately, we want to invite people into a relationship with Jesus if they right. don't know him or to begin following him. But that simple process, I mean, it's just so simple. Pray daily for people in your neighborhood mm-hmm. or uh, wherever, your apartment complex, your dorm room. Who are those people that you already know? Pray daily. Invest in it, even if it's just a text a message. Text message. Yeah, you know, it goes I a long mean, way. We do that super similar. A text message or, hey, why don't you come to my house? Um, hey, I'll go pick up your mail for you. Do you need me to take the dogs out? Like right. whatever that may be, and then invite to the next right thing, whether that's a crawfish boil or a Christmas party right. or if you have a group going. But whatever that is, that little process, it, it, I've, I look back, that is how I've seen going from like being in a neighborhood I don't know right? Uh, or I know people, but mm-hmm. I don't have any like gospel center relationships to actually starting a group. It starts with prayer and being intentional, and then it moves to just beginning to have community. And that's so cool. And it's so easy. Like, I can, like, we both have neighbors, and it's, I know it's kind of a rare situation where we live in the same neighborhood, but you may be watching this or listening to this right now, and you're thinking, oh, wait, I actually have somebody I live close to as well that I can kind of partner up with, and we can make this our mission field. But even if you don't, like, you have neighbors that, that you can kind of pinpoint that, man, these are people God's put in my life who I can just simply take that that relationship we already have and making it an intentional relationship to yeah. invite them into a growing relationship with Jesus. And like like Vic said, he said, invite to the next right thing. So we we have a neighbor who we pray for all the yeah. time, we invest in all the time, who is not ready to come to our, our church group. Like that yeah. is not the next right thing for him. The next right thing for him is that neighborhood hangout. Yeah. The next right thing for him is dinner at our house, right? So it's not yeah. necessarily inviting them to a spiritual thing, just inviting them to something where we can continue to invest in them and build that relationship. So, man, I love that simple, easy strategy there. Simple. Yeah, so real quick, we're going to start kind of shooting off some ideas and some different things we have done to kind of engage people. And what we've seen happen in our neighborhood is we have seen engagement turn into spiritual conversations, mm-hmm. and those spiritual conversations turn into connection as they've gotten plugged into our group uh, and things of that nature. So uh, I know one thing we do, we have a pool in our neighborhood yeah. uh, and and we'll let the kids go to the pool and they're all swimming and uh, we're sitting on the side. Uh, when we're not swimming with the kids, we're sitting on the side and we're just having intentional conversations with people. And when I say intentional, I don't necessarily mean we're having gospel conversations. Yeah. We're just not ignoring our neighbors. Like we are actually trying to talk to them, get to know them, just start up conversations. And we have even seen some of those people come to our group now. Like yeah. we have one lady um, who has That's moved here cool. from out of state. She doesn't know a single person. Uh, she met Vic and I at the pool and found out we work at a church. I know that's not the same for everybody, sure. uh, but they could be, they meet you at the pool, find out where you go to church. Uh, and she has started watching us online. And then last week she came to our group for the first yeah. time. She said, man, I've been looking for something like this. And you guys, your families were simply intentional enough to yeah. include her in conversation. And now look, she has found uh, what God has had for her and we benefit from it also. Like she's just an incredible person. So uh, just be intentional at where, whatever that is for you. So it may be the pool, your neighborhood, your apartment complex may have a dog park, uh, you know, things of that nature. There's so, common areas mm-hmm. where people are. I mean, I've done, I've, we played football right. in like a common area. Are you through the baseball round, Frisbee, whatever that may be, but getting in those common areas, if you, especially right. apartments, dorms, mm-hmm. uh, those have been really helpful. We did a we did a trivia night too. Right. Mm-hmm. That was a ton of fun. We did it digitally just because of the of COVID, but uh, you could easily do that at home. Um, you could easily you could go and do top golf. You could do an escape room. Like yep. there's so many options. 
Tell me about the one though that we did with the fire hall. Oh and yeah, I, but you got to save me the mayo couple. Okay, that's I'll, what, say, that's what I'll I, save. I want to talk about the mayo. I'll couple. save you the mayo couple. So, uh, so during COVID, we were looking for ways just to love and engage on our city. And it doesn't matter who you are if you're connected to the church. Like you just want to serve people. People want to be a part of something like that. So yeah. we went on our neighborhood Facebook page. And we just happen to have a fire hall that is right next to our neighborhood. So we threw out there, hey, we want to do dinner uh, for the fire hall three days in a row because it's three different shifts. Who wants to jump in? Who wants to help? So people were bringing meat. People were bringing buns, lettuce, et cetera, sides, all this stuff. Uh, They brought it over to my house, uh, and I would grill the meat. And then a a group of us every day walked over to the fire hall and just just loved on those guys and thanked them for what they were doing. But here we have people who – aren't connected to the church, aren't believers in Jesus, you know, jump in and start serving. And then this has started this conversation with people. Right. And again, uh, this engagement has led to conversations, which has now led to this connection as well. So that's yeah. been super cool. So tell that's me about the Mayo couple. So, the, if you're watching this, I'm going to do the finger quotes, Mayo couple. That's right. So the, what the Mayo couple is, when we were doing this, we're sitting at the house um, that, and people are walking over to Andrew's house and there's this couple, the first ones we see. So we have no context. We actually had forgotten that we were supposed to bring, I think like pickles Yeah. and we had forgotten. And okay. We just, I had pickles. Yeah. We're good. I think, I think I had like a two week old, right. so. but we look and a couple is walking down the road with mayo, a right. jar of mayo in a bag. And I'm like, is that couple just walking down the road with mayo? And so I are really confused. We finally realized they're walking to bring it to Andrews to go to yep. the fire hall. And so I then, you know, go and grab the pickles because we right. realized that we had forgotten. And then I go and walk it to Andrew and I'm like, Hey, did you see that couple? They were, they brought the mayonnaise and he had forgotten the name. I did. And yeah. So I forgot. forgot I'm terrible name. names. That's right. So they became the Mayo couple. Uh, and so, but what's funny is we then saw them walk in the next day. Their real names, Devin and Jenny. Right. Uh, and so we were super excited. We jokingly said, we called you the Mayo couple for a day. <laughs> and we still call them uh, the we, Mayo we couple. We still call them the Mayo couple. They're, they're good sports about it. But what's fun is they found, they, they got behind the fire hall thing because it's a cause that whether you're a believer or not, like right. it was a cause that they wanted to get behind. They had that connection there. Mm-hmm. We got to talk with them some. And then they joined us. Uh, they watched the service uh, digitally from their house, and then we talked about it. And right. so it was just really cool. You could see just because we went and did something that the whole neighborhood could get behind, and it did good in this world. Right. It got people saying, "Man, I could be a part of that. I'd want to help with that." And then it started. It was a it was a springboard. It was right. to deeper conversations and to help them get connected. And so whatever that looks like, you pro- you may not have a fire hall right in your backyard. Yeah. But there's some good that you could do in the community that, you know, we're doing it from a spiritual, from a Christian base. But people, even if they don't know Jesus, can say, man, I want to be a part of making a difference in my community. And they yeah. can join in with that. Yeah, for sure. We did something last Christmas, Vic, that uh, you guys weren't around for yet. But we're going to do it again this year because it was such a hit with our oh, neighborhood. Uh, and it started all these conversations as well. But we partnered with our local school. Uh, there's yeah. a middle school right around the corner. I just called up their guidance counselor, said, hey, I'm Andrew from, we live in Patterson Farms, just right down the street. Man, our neighborhood would like to supply Christmas 
for a family in need. And the school like was like, yes, here you go. Uh, so they gave us names, sizes, yeah. uh, you know, wish list, all this thing. We put it on the neighborhood Facebook page. People signed up for it. And it was so cool, man. People just had an opportunity to engage. And again, uh, this engagement turned into conversations that turned into connection. Now, one of those couples has been in our life group for almost a year now. I mean, it's just so cool to see, um, to see how people can get engaged. So all that to say, Man, wherever God has placed you, you can strictly le- leverage those relationships yeah. um, for the gospel, right? You can you can c- kind of a call to action. You can move from talking about the weather and talking about trucks, which is what I talk to, you know, you know, Mark, my neighbor, all the time. Uh, but you can take those conversations that you have on the sidewalk and you can turn them into gospel conversations. Uh, and invite people into community. Uh, So wherever you live, it doesn't matter if you live locally, if you live in another state, man, God has strategically placed you right where you are to engage the people there. Like you have a a, a mission right there. God has a plan and purpose for your life. Uh, And it's so exciting. Like it's terrifying. I know not everybody has outgoing personalities. Like I will talk to absolutely anybody. And you may be listening to this and be like, oh man, I'm terrified to do any of this. Just wait, there's more. Like we have another episode coming for you as well. Um, what are you going to say? I just give that encouragement again, like this mission field, being evangelistic, just be intentional relationships you already have, you know, in your group. And then will you pray daily for those people? Mm. Will you invest in the relationships weekly and then create a place or something that you can invite them to? And it doesn't need to be something big like serving a fire hole or, you know, whatever. It can be so simple as, Hey, I'm going to do a grill out and I'm going to offer that one very easy, easy thing you can do. Hey, instead of hanging out on the back porch, hang out at the front porch. Right. I, now that Sophie and I, we sit on front porch, it's amazing the conversation and we the have as people walk by. Mm-hmm. And it's just about put your mind in a place where you're thinking and praying for other people, and then it's going gonna, it's gonna to put you in a posture that allows you to be open and see the opportunities to just begin to build those relationships. And don't don't ever belittle those relationships that right. you're developing because God's going to use that. That's the start of something. You don't need to get overwhelmed at where you're trying to yeah. go. Just focus on that next step, which is praying daily, invest or investing weekly, and then invite to the next right thing. Yeah, and I should have mentioned this also earlier, Vic, but don't expect it to happen overnight. No, either. it didn't. Like this is, we've been developing these relationships for two years and man, it's it's been exciting all you know all through it. But don't expect to do one you know one thing, and all of a sudden you got this whole group and this watch party that's happening in your house. Man, the the next thing you're just trying to have those gospel conversations, and then leave the rest up to the Lord. So we be obedient with what God has put in front of us. We have a strategy. We have a plan. We know what God's called us to do, right? Uh, but the the timeline of that, let's leave that up to the Lord and right. just be intentional there. So here is your action step for this episode. So just for an example, uh, Vic and I, again, we live in the same neighborhood. So uh, in a couple weeks, we're doing a fall hangout. So uh, again, our neighborhood hangouts are a little more developed than maybe yours will be, but that's only because we've been doing them for two years. And now we have other people in the neighborhood on board with, with putting these on, right? So for ours, we're doing like a hayride and, you know, pumpkin painting and, and people bringing food and all this stuff. It doesn't have to start off that big, but falls here, man, you know, People or the chili cooking season, all this stuff. So yeah. just think of some way maybe you can engage your neighborhood in some type of a hangout. Uh, so that's it. Action step, do a hangout. That may that's be right. one couple over for dinner. Whatever God lays in your heart, let's simply be obedient to do yeah. 
that. Vic, you got any final words? I would just say is once you have that, pray daily and invest yep. weekly. Like you're creating a place to invite, but man, like you're praying, God, bring the right people. And I think what you'll see is that he's going to open your eyes to who those people are. And they may not be the people you originally thought. Right. Um, and as you do it, there's no hangout too small. You know, celebrate that and build to it. Yeah, man. Thank you, Vic. Thanks for joining us again today. Uh, we will drop some more resources in the show notes, or if you're watching this on YouTube right now in the description, and then check out the next episode uh, where we're talking about connecting with people around common interest. Thanks for joining us.